0: From the not a Foodie, booty, 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 a booty, booty, My Dining Room Table in Queens, which Mike, who is on this podcast, obviously says is actually now considered a studio.
1: Uh,
0: It's like, at
1: what point are you a musician or a (laughs) composer or a chef? Or uh, once you do it for long enough, you're just that.
0: So this is a studio. It's turned
1: into a studio.
0: Anyway, it's the Not a Foodie Podcast. Yay! With me, as always, is Mike Moranti. Mike, say hi. What's up? And um, in the other room... Hopefully not destroying my couch is the new puppy, Julep. So if you hear anything like a couch being ripped apart or a dog jumping on the furniture.
1: You can hear her
0: uh, chain and yeah, collar she's, already. Yeah, jangle jangling yeah. around. Mike, the weather's getting warm. It's finally like not raining every single day. Although as we speak, it's sort of overcast and grows out. Um, so... It's almost summertime. It's springtime. Springtime in New York. I I don't really think we had
1: spring this year.
0: No, we didn't. We went from, like, fuck cold winter to, like, Like 95 degrees. And, like, this is,
1: like, fall weather. This isn't, like, spring weather. This is weird.
0: This is summer in Seattle weather. This
1: is the jacket that I bought for the fall that I'm wearing
0: right now. So with that, I thought that if the weather is not going to cooperate, why don't we force uh, the issue and talk about summertime barbecuing? Yeah. Or or cooking out or or grilling or whatever you want to call it.
1: Grilling is legitimately my favorite thing. Really? Not not like my favorite way to cook or like my favorite like way I think food tastes or whatever. Like literally my absolute favorite thing in the world
0: to do is use a barbecue. Is just sit around a fire and just just make things. Nice. And feed people. Before we before we go any further, I mean, let's we've been talking about barbecuing, like barbecue and grilling completely different things and Mm -hmm. it's one of those weird pet peeves of mine when people say oh we're gonna barbecue it's like no you're not really gonna barbecue you're gonna cook out which is totally fine which is awesome but you're not gonna barbecue barbecue to me is barbecue like it's long slow smoke smoking smoking is what barbecue Mm -hmm. is to me but you know grilling is
1: yeah like like professional barbecuing is
0: that doesn't even have to be professional barbecue but like you know like I've got a I got a charcoal grill outside and if I get the heat up high enough I'll throw some steaks and burgers on and that'll be that's grilling but if I keep the heat low and slow and throw on some ribs that's barbecuing brisket yeah brisket you know we should, anything we like should, that uh... Join the competitive barbecue circuit this summer. I have a cousin who does that, and she's got a barbecue sauce. Um, her and her husband have a barbecue sauce. So it's a Smokey Burbs barbecue. I'm, I'm gonna, actually, we need to get them as a sponsor. Yeah,
1: don't don't shout
0: them out Yeah, anymore. you're not getting a shout-out, sorry, until you till you uh, going to edit this yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how you get sponsors. Is you berate people <laughs> into giving you money. <laughs> but yeah, no, grilling versus barbecuing is one of those things that annoy me. You know, uh, and, uh, aside, re- a thing that really annoys me— is when I'm watching, um, and this is a whole other episode, but when I'm watching a TV or a movie and someone uses a nonstick pan to cook something and then uses like a metal spatula on the nonstick oh. pan, I'm like, what do you do? It just takes me out of it. It could be like the most like I... dramatic moment of a movie and I'm like, <laughs> fuck this movie. It's not authentic. No <laughs> one would, no one who knows what they're doing would ever do that. Sorry. Shit acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Scorsese! You don't know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> but no, like the only point of a metal spatula is for a grill.
0: Uh, for a grill or for cast iron or for you know, but yeah.
1: I don't use it with my cast iron.
0: I've got um.
1: You don't use a metal grill
0: with your cast iron. No, I use tongs. Yeah, I use a lot of tongs. When
1: I also think tongs are
0: way better than anything. Tongs else. are get get ninety percent of the job done. Yeah,
1: unless you're doing like a burger.
0: Yeah. Like, then you need, I, have, I mean, I have a grilling spatula that's just for burgers. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's really like, I, I don't use it for anything else. I think just, I mean, not that it's like, it doesn't say burger on it and like only use in case of burgers. Like it's just the spatula. It's my go-to. It's a long spatula that I use for just for burgers. And yeah, but tongs, 99% of the time I would say I use tongs, yeah. tongs for grilling. So why is grilling your favorite thing?
1: Um... Because well, one everything tastes better on a grill, uh, and two, just the the Oh, so I grew up uh, like a uh, half mile from you. I grew mm-hmm. up on, uh, on the other side of Farstools and
0: we had a backyard.
1: Right, and um, that's kind of like a luxury. Not a lot of people have backyards around here. Not it's, a lot. Like yeah, a New
0: York, York City, City. It's it's very rare in general. I mean, in Queens, it's it's not as rare, but in New York City, yeah. it's very weird. But add, like add my outdoor space.
1: my backyard dwarfs your backyard. It's huge okay, our, our deck was probably about the
0: size of your backyard. Yeah, I mean, my backyard deck. is tiny, yeah.
1: yeah. So, we would have parties, we'd invite all the family and just grill. And, like, it, it, it's all we had a pool in the back, it was awesome. Wow, yeah, so uh, above ground, but nice size above ground yeah, pool. Yeah, you know, you grew uh-huh. up in the burbs, yeah. So, like, it means summer, it means friends, it means family. Um, and then just I, I truly believe everyone comes together over food, food makes everything better. So just the whole thing together uh, right. is really great. Um, even like if it's just you and your wife or whatever, and you just, oh, let's just fire up the grill tonight. It's just, it's literally just better.
0: Yeah. Well, I have, I, so, uh, all right. So this is my question for you. Um, I miss my grill more than I miss anything. <laughs> charcoal versus gas. What I've do never, you, used grill. never used charcoal. Never gr- okay, used charcoal. Okay, then you grill. my friend have never really grilled. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I Meale, no. grill a hipster. Yes. No, I mean, well, I've got I've got my <laughs> gas grill. My gas grill that I've had for 10 years. I've replaced the parts for that grill. I mean, at least four times. Like, just the innards of that grill have been. Uh, I mean, I think I just did it last year. So, yeah, you, you know, told me about it. For all week. intents and purposes, that is a new grill, just with a you know a vintage frame around the outside of it. And that is my my propane my propane grill is my everyday, you know, quick gonna sear some steaks, gonna make some burgers, gonna do a quick meal. Um, but charcoal is sort of what I consider the best, like for. For grilling that's that's weekend grilling you know i can't uh i don't really do much charcoal grilling during the week
1: if you're gonna grill for 10 people
0: it depends it really depends if i'm gonna it depends what i'm grilling and um how much time i have so if i'm grilling burgers for 10 people i'll just use my gas grill yeah but if i'm gonna if i'm gonna grill steaks if i'm gonna grill fish if i'm gonna grill something that's gonna get um, a little bit more pork chops, pork chops. I love like on the charcoal delicious. You know, what's awesome on charcoal is seafood.
1: Yeah. Right? You were telling yeah. me, well, you just bought the, uh,
0: oh, I just bought one of those, uh, Komodo style grills, which are like the big Japanese ceramic grills. Um, egg shaped. Yeah. The egg shaped grills. Those are, I mean, I was blown away by the flavor that I got from that thing and it's not even seasoned yet. Um, but I made some monkfish and some clams on it and you can get the grill really, really hot. So I got it up to like 700, 750 degrees. Um, and then threw some clams on and That's they, like, like popped right open. You know It's for,
1: like steakhouse steak. I think yeah. the steakhouse ovens get up to like 1200. Yeah. So it's not quite there, but like it's,
0: I can get it that high. You think you can get it? Yeah, 20-
1: I think so. So then it's worth going to like a steakhouse butcher and getting like dry steaks. And absolutely. It, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I, Kristen and I, my wife and I, we went out, I put the grill together, took me a few hours. I seasoned the grill, meaning I, I oiled the grates down and I've got a fire going really, really hot to get this nice, you know, char on everything and burn away all the factory residue that comes with grills. By the way, whenever you get a gas grill or any kind of grill, um, you need to season it. The first thing you need to do is just crank up the heat as high as it goes do not put any food on it and leave it for like an hour. Just leave it firing for like an hour because it burns away all the crap that the, comes from the manufacturing process. Um, so anyway, we did that and and then I went to the fish market and I bought some clams, I bought some oysters, I bought some monkfish and just threw it on the grill really quickly and we were like literally blown away, literally, we were, <laughs> literally blown away literally versus figuratively that's another pet peeve we were figuratively blown away by no, the, we, we the char say. flavor we, yes the grill was so powerful we, we, it we blew us yeah. away but the the char flavor on on everything particularly the oysters cuz i put like a little pat of butter on the oysters and then threw them on the grill and i mean it was it was phenomenal it was so good and both of How us good was it It was so good <laughs> Well we looked at each other and we were like we're gonna put steaks on this thing next like we have to put like good quality steaks on this because this is it's gonna be you know that's that's it. Anyway, so what's, what's your favorite thing to grow um,
1: for friends, I like to just do burgers mm-hmm. It's nice and easy
0: uh, do you I, do you make your own burgers or do you go get frozen burgers or uh, it
1: matter it matters if it's for four people or for ten people. Okay. If it's for four people, I'm gonna make my own and uh, season it onions and onions in the uh, meat, mm-hmm. and, just, and then cheese on top and done. Um, if it's for a bunch of people, I'm just gonna grab Bubba Burgers and just throw them on.
0: <laughs> I have to say, there's nothing wrong with the Bubba Burger as long as it's you know, as long as people know that the yeah. Bubba Burger, the Bubba Burgers for me is like Coronas. Like, like dominoes. Yeah, it's, you know, it's there. It's not bad. It's not good, but, you know. But it's, it
1: gets it's, the job done when yeah. you have to cook for a lot of people. Exactly. Um, also, I like them. I had these grill mats.
0: Oh, yeah. You were telling me about those. I don't know. They I'm, are, I'm not sold on them. I love them.
1: You still got grill marks, and you didn't have to clean anything up.
0: See, now, my whole thing with the grilling is – I love to get the grill really, really hot. I always make sure that my grill, my grate, is seasoned properly, meaning that it's got a, like it's always got a thin coat of um, canola oil or some sort of high smoke point oil on it, um, so that it doesn't stick. Nothing sticks to it, no matter what. With those grill mats, part of what's awesome about grilling is when the fat drips onto the flame. And you get a little bit of a flare-up. On charcoal, you don't have to worry about flare-ups. And what happens when the fat drips on the charcoal, it creates that smoke, which gives it, like, that imparts so, flavor to so, the to the meat.
1: So I bought them, and I was like, let me just try it, and if it sucks, I won't use them again because mm-hmm. they're cheap. They're like 7 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I used them, and I was like, oh, no, these are, these are a mainstay
0: now. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to try them. I, I would try them taste, for fish.
1: Yeah. They didn't taste rubbery. That was like my big thing was like, are they going to taste like rubbery? Is it going to be a little weird. No, it tasted great. Yeah. Huh. Um, I went, yeah, we got blue fish and I just did blues with like some uh, lemon, lime, salt, pepper, oil, done. Nice. Awesome.
0: Well, and I think that that's, that's a great use for those, mm-hmm. right? Is, is fish. Cause fish tends to stick to your grill. Um, Going back to burgers though, just because it, it just dawned on me that we haven't given a shout out to Mitch <laughs> in, in a long time. Mitch has a, um, proprietary burger blend that if you get there on the weekends, you know, it's, it's part short rib, it's part Chuck and Mitch you know. the Frida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he sells it to all the local restaurants around here, um, to, to the ones that he supplies burger meat to. And, uh, and if you go in and you ask him for it on, especially like Memorial Day weekend, you go in and he'll he'll save some for you. Um, but normally he just, what I love about going to Mitch for my meat um, is for burger meat especially is that he just, he takes like a steak, a, a chuck steak and just throws it in the grinder and grinds it up fresh for you. And he'll do whatever blend you want. It's infinitely better if you get fresh ground. Oh, whatever. yeah, of course.
1: Do you do you ever do the stuffed burgers like the cheeseburger like where you stuff them cheese in and no. you
0: fold it over? No, I don't. I don't because I don't I've know. I've never uh, done it. I feel like I'm, I feel like it's harder to cook properly that way. I but I mean like I don't know. it's beef
1: though, so it's not like you, the temp matters that much.
0: Like you're yeah, but like, you want a medium rare.
1: Yeah, you,
0: you know I, I think that's the difference between like the difference between like a Bubba burger and um well, uh, a, like a Bubba going out. Like well. Yeah. 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 But like, if I'm going to go through the trouble of like getting my own ground beef, like I cook, I cook those burgers that if I get this custom ground beef, you know, I'll make the patty, I'll season it with a little salt and pepper, um, maybe a little onion salt, maybe a little garlic salt. Um, but I treat that burger almost like a meatloaf. Like I, I char it on either side, like as high as I possibly can, and then I take it off the heat and let it cook over indirect heat for like five or six minutes until it's medium rare on the inside. Uh, medium on the inside, usually. So
1: my thing with burgers and temp is, mm-hmm. uh, I'll only get it medium rare. Uh, when I cook it, usually comes out medium. Um, because medium rare has to be like perfect medium rare. Yeah. Or like like it has to be like al dente, mm-hmm. it can't, where like it's. Because if it's a little under, like a steak medium rare,
0: yeah, um, it falls apart and it's not enjoyable. It's also not good, like ground oh, beef. Oh, rare is
1: gross. Yeah, yeah, and it's
0: just like, and it, and health wise, it's not good for you. Um, like when you have a steak, and you can you can have it pretty much raw because what you're doing is you're searing the outside, you're searing all of the bacteria off and everything like that. Nothing has had a chance to penetrate the meat. Um, ground beef is Ground just... beef is just It's ground beef Like you're getting There's contaminants All over ground beef So you should always Cook your ground beef To medium. at least medium You know The yeah. high end of medium rare Yeah you know?
1: I, it's, That's why I like Steakhouse burgers Because steakhouse Like true steakhouse burgers Their burgers are um, Odds and ends Of all their other steaks That they throw in yep. To make it, uh, So it never like consistently The same Yeah But um, the quality's high And the guys are Steakhouse grill guys So they can cook it a correct medium right, rare, right? But that's really the like when I go out to eat um, at like gastropubs and stuff. I always ask the server like, "How good is your grill guy?" Because like, if he's really good, I'll get it medium rare. If you're not, especially I go I have Sundays off, so like, usually the top guys aren't there on Sundays,
0: right? <laughs> I so I don't I don't stuff the burgers with anything. But what I have done in the past um, is I stuff it with some sort of fat. So either either a pat of butter I'll put on the inside of it, or uh, if I'm feeling adventurous, uh, like if I've got like duck fat or something, I'll throw mm. it in there. Or if I have Two animals in one. lard, like pork lard from just like pig fat, bacon fat, bacon fat inside a burger, you just take a little mm-hmm. scoop of it, make a pocket inside your burger, <laughs> put it in there, and close it up. and uh, And then just cook your burger like you normally would. And I mean... I don't have to tell you how awesome it is like you guys know what happens when you melt fat so <laughs> melted fat inside a burger just makes the burger juicy and actually to that end I, I think that one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're buying meat for their burger is they're looking for lean meat like lean meat means dry tasteless burger like buy the fattiest chuck that you can to make your burgers
1: yeah oh 80/20.
0: yeah oh yeah a- 80 yeah,
1: yeah. is the only uh, thing I buy
0: yep so eighty percent,
1: eighty percent not fat, right? Twenty percent
0: fat. fat. <laughs> you want your your ground beef to be more fat for burgers because it, it drips away. Most of the stuff drips away. and Fat equates to and juice,
1: it, and it's like you'll see like the ninety six four. Yeah, and like, it's like super expensive, and but why? Who's like, who, who who buying for? that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think people have a twisted sense of like what is. What is healthy oh, and what is not?
1: They, there's actually this whole big episode on uh, of, uh, the Malcolm Gladwell podcast. Oh, the, um, yeah. Revisionist history. Okay. About McDonald's French fries because they used to be done back in the day in a su- suet.
0: Suet, yeah, beef fat.
1: Yeah, and um, it was this huge thing. This guy had, like, this huge campaign against it. He was really rich, and he felt like fat was, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. So he was, like, going after McDonald's. Uh, so they don't do it in beef fat anymore, and now they do it in, like— gross oil like which is way yeah they're like you.
0: really saturated fat yeah. oils the high, mm-hmm. it's it's so much worse for yeah. you your body just can't can't process mm-hmm. that stuff
1: the yeah. animal products are good for you
0: process in moderation yeah. yeah
1: well and pro, but processed things are not
0: like right. yeah I, I mean that's a good general rule obviously yeah. there are some exceptions but that's a good general rule like i heard this a while back and it's Don't eat anything that your grandparents would not have recognized as food or your Mm great-grandparents would not have recognized. So all of this, like, really um, saturated fat, all of this stuff that's been sort of put together that's not really food, it's highly processed, that's the stuff that you should steer away from. No one should be afraid of eating a fatty steak, you know?
1: So besides protein, Mm -hmm. what do you like to grow? All
0: right. I so I grill everything during the summertime, even during the wintertime. The, I, I grill everything.
1: The most Italian American thing
0: is mm-hmm. fennel. Fen- I don't do. I don't grill a lot of fennel. I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I grill a lot of asparagus. I grill. I have a vegetable basket for my grill, and that just. I mean, game changer. The object during the summer is to never have to clean anything in the kitchen. Like that's my that's my goal at the end of a meal. Like I wanna. I want to be able to plates. put everything on the uh, yeah everything goes on the grill. I don't have to don't have to worry about cleaning frying pans or anything like that. So, I do. I grill almost all of my vegetables. I mean, Brussels sprouts, like everything. I'll find a way to grill everything in my grilling basket.
1: You ever do avocado?
0: Um, no.
1: Buy an avocado, half it, take the pit, the pit out and just throw it on the chart.
0: Put a little oil on it or is there yeah, sure. enough uh, fat in there to I don't
1: know. Yeah. I'll yeah. try it. Why not?
0: I You know what I really like to do is um, I grill, like, citrus fruits. I, I grill a lot of citrus fruit. And blood orange. Blood orange. Um, even just simple, like, lemons. If I'm going to, like, I'll grill lamb, and then I'll grill a half a lemon on top of it, and then just serve the lemon I with like the lamb. One. You know, first of all, the presentation is awesome. Everyone thinks, like, oh, great, it's a charred, you know, it's like charred citrus. It looks so awesome, blah, blah, blah. But, like it gives it a depth of flavor when you squeeze that lemon juice onto it. It Mm -hmm. gives it, you know, a little bit of a smokiness, which is really cool. Um, So I like, I like doing that. I like grilling a lot. Uh, So let's see, aside from proteins, I, you know what I really love to do? I have this awesome, I think I made it for you. Like the first time you came over the grilled eggplant, the marinated grilled eggplant. It's, I mean, this is, you take eggplant, You grill it, like, dry. Don't brush it with olive oil or anything. You grill it. You slice it up. You
1: salt it, right? So you get the, what you put on. I I
0: don't even do that. Oh, wow. I don't even do that. Uh, So I'll grill it. Then I'll dip it in balsamic vinegar. And then I'll put it in some sort of, you know, ceramic container. And then I'll do that a whole bunch of times and cover the ceramic container so the residual heat sort of softens up the eggplant. And then I just mix in this... Uh, this is like my go-to grilling salsa verde. It's like got capers and parsley and re- you know fresh oregano and garlic and chili pepper. I'll just throw that in there and just let it marinate. And I they, by grilling the eggplant dry, you you sort of preserve some of the bite of the eggplant like it doesn't turn to mush right mm-hmm. away and the residual heat cooks it enough so that it's soft. Um, but it, it gets some really awesome char marks on it and nice yeah. I I like that. That's one of my favorite things to grill um, as far as a vegetable goes. But I, I grill every, I grill fruits. I grill vegetables, you name it. I grill, I grill, um, we make a grilled Caesar salad. (laughs) You grilled the whole Romaine. You take a head of Romaine, you quarter it. Um, you brush on like an oil and citrus mixture and then just quickly char it. Um, on the on the grill take it off and then toss it with like a caesar dressing. You should put a um not sardine. The yeah, yeah sardines like anchovies. Yeah, anchovies. You yeah. should throw an anchovy in it. We don't throw it in there but we put it we mix it up inside the uh the dressing, dressing <laughs> usually. Um I mean, I don't know like do you call it a salad once it's grilled? I'm not sure, Why but, not? but I call it a salad. What it, are you uh, Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's who knows. <laughs> it's and honestly it's a um uh, like, credit where credit's due. It's, like, a variation of something that I read about. It's, like, a New York Times recipe. I think it might have been, like, a Sam Sifton recipe from, like, maybe five or six years ago. And then we just – I first read about it with him, and then I was like, well, why don't – we can grill salad? Let's do that. And then we created this, like, grilled Caesar. That I mean, has, I you
1: know. I would put a charred Caesar on a menu. Yeah.
0: Why not? Yeah. I, I I love – and this this is lame, but, like, we, we do charred charred. <laughs> Like whenever we get rainbow chard or Swiss chard or anything like that, I always toss it in olive oil, throw it in the grill basket, high heat, um, indirect heat. So like turn all the burners on on one side of the grill, leave it in a, in a vegetable basket on the other side of the grill until the leaves on the outside of the chard start to get burned like, you know, black chard and take it out, put it in a Pyrex bowl, cover it with some plastic wrap and let the residual heat sort of steam the rest of it. So you get this like great combination of That's like charred awesome. vegetable on the outside of it, and then soft, you know, on the inside.
1: And then what about uh, non-grilled uh,
0: accoutrement? Hmm. So, like, I think there's there's sauces. Like, I yeah. I make I, I like to make a ton of different sauces. My salsa verde is one sauce my, that goes on everything. My go-to uh, burger sauce mm-hmm. is just
1: sriracha ioli, <laughs> and it is.
0: You the mean mayonnaise?
1: Mayonnaise and sriracha. Yep. And you put it in a bowl together, and you whip it with a fork. <laughs> and everybody loves it, and it's it makes everything better.
0: I am a burger purist. Ketchup, tomato, lettuce, American cheese, sometimes cheddar if I'm feeling fancy. I, I
1: prefer cheddar. So yeah, I really don't like American. I like doing jalapeno or pepperoncini. Hmm. I think I actually prefer the pepperoncini because it's uh, cured. I, it it, it really depends. Like,
0: I don't know. There's some – sometimes I want, like, just that American burger, you know, with that bright yellow American cheese on it. And I don't know what it is, but, like, that's – it's something – sometimes I just want that. Sometimes I'll get a little fancy with it. But most of the time I'm a burger purist. Do you put so. relish on your hot dog? Um. Yeah. I only put brown mustard on my hot dog. Nothing else. I – no. I – Sometimes I'm in the mood for bright yellow nuclear colored no, Fleischmann's that, that <laughs> whatever that is
1: thing. No, that's gross. <laughs> yellow mustard. Ugh.
0: Sometimes I do the brown, the goldens. Um,
1: strictly brown mustard. Yes. That's it.
0: I will never ever and this is an argument that I almost kicked my 8-year-old son out of the house of the over <laughs> will never ever ever put ketchup on my hot dog. And I can't believe that he likes ketchup on his hot dog. It's he's 8. I know. It's shameful. It's shameful. Sugar. It's, it's it's shameful.
1: Should, uh, you should just play him this part of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, this you know my that thing son. that Dad does that you're not allowed to listen to? Here's the one thing you can listen to.
0: I'm gonna have to pepper in a couple fucks and shit so that like <laughs> now he can't listen to it. Um, <laughs> um No, I. This is my son who is like, oh, Dad, you know the Cacio e Pepe needs a little the mouthfeel on it. It needs a little bit more water. Blah 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 blah, and then. This fucker puts ketchup on his hot dogs. It's gross. It's gross. You might as well tell me he's going to become a vegetarian. I mean, I'd love you no matter what, but don't become a vegetarian and don't put ketchup on your hot dog. Uh, other things I like, I make a barbecue sauce. I make a barbecue sauce. That is, I mean, my kids It's really good. Either. Yeah. It's you've a, had it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a bourbon barbecue sauce. Bourbon barbecue sauce. I do that. Um, and, Mostly, I do that for my, you know, proper barbecue, my smoked do you, things. Do you
1: but, use you know. batch out a shit ton of it? Or, do,
0: or yeah, do like I do. Make... Uh, so what I usually do is I go. Uh, one of the big ingredients is ketchup. It's a ketchup-based <laughs> barbecue sauce. So I, um, when I buy is it ketchup, ketchup
1: bourbon, brown sugar.
0: No, no, no. It's like no. ketchup, molasses. Oh. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different. There's there's onions and garlic. There's you deglaze the pan with bourbon. I put some cinnamon sticks in there. There's levels to it. Yeah, there's a lot of levels to it. Um, I do a variation of it that it's got like a Chipotle flavor to it. Um, but I, I'm insulted that you think that I just like mix. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought that was like the big. No, more. Obviously,
1: more than just three
0: things. <laughs> no, it's like there's different kinds of sugar. There's the Madeira sugar. There's brown sugar. Like, so there is brown. Okay, yeah, I was. There is brown sugar. I said yes. three things
1: in it correct yes, three, okay
0: three out of the 50 things in it, right, go so, yeah you nailed it it's on the on the notes <laughs> great that's why that's why they pay me the big bucks <laughs> uh yeah so no what i do is i i'll go um and whenever we run out Kristen's like we're out of barbecue sauce she, usually it's a text from the supermarket and she's like we're out of barbecue sauce i'm buying the ingredients and she'll come home with like the biggest thing of ketchup and whatever thing of whatever bottle of ketchup she brings home that's wait. the size of the barbecue sauce that I'm going to make.
1: Okay, but bottle of ketchup meaning bottle of Heinz ketchup. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, she, like, you know, the, the big plastic bottle. Yeah,
1: but wait, you kind of just, it sounded like she's buying any ketchup. No, 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 no,
0: no it's, it's Heinz important. ketchup. Very like, no. important.
1: It's the weirdest shit. We are like, not a Hunt's family. It is the weirdest thing, but I'm, like, so brand loyal to Heinz. Like, I, I genuinely just think it's the best, like, there's, like, that Sir Kensington ketchup and, like, this fancy fake-ass ketchup. I yeah. literally, there's nothing better than Heinz ketchup.
0: I So I, as you know, you know me, I like to food experiment. I like to make things. We made Kristen some homemade Nutella for Mother's Day. Like, you know, things like that. I I will not try to make my own ketchup because it's been done to perfection. Later And, like, same with, um, like,
1: buffalo sauce, like Frank's Red Hot.
0: Yeah. Well, Frank's Red Hot is... Part of a buffalo sauce recipe, but like that, you know, like yeah. That, what that, what that our, is, yeah. I mean, it's what like that and butter and maybe a couple other things that go into yeah. it, just and a little bit of cayenne. But um, but yeah, like there are certain things that have been done to perfection that I don't see the need to. Just because I'm a food hipster, I don't need to reinvent like all these things. Like just because you you know, if you want artisanal ketchup, get a oh, bottle oh, of fuck fucking Heinz and put it in a mason jar and put the top <sighs> on it. And then put it on your table saying, this is my artisanal ketchup. Because people will love it just the same as they love Heinz. Anyway, so Kristen comes home with the giant thing of Heinz. And then I, I empty the thing out. I empty the bottle out. I use whatever I need to make the barbecue sauce. And then I fill that giant bottle up with my barbecue sauce. So there's always a bottle of, my, my in-laws call it Tom's of Forest Hills barbecue <laughs> sauce, bourbon barbecue sauce. We should make that. We
1: should use that and compete against your uh, cousin.
0: <laughs> they have – um. so, yeah, Smoky Burbs. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not giving you shout-outs. Sorry, Smoky Burbs. No no more shout-outs. Smoky Burbs barbecue sauce. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, no, we, like, uh, we love that barbecue sauce. And, like, almost to the fact that my kids don't like other barbecue sauces because <laughs> they were raised on mm-hmm. this. Um, but, yeah, so that's one of the things that is, like, a staple of my barbecue is always the barbecue sauce. I, the other thing that I batch out tremendously is um, I have a rib rub that I—it's like a, a sweet, spicy, chipotle, smoky rub. That's brown sugar, regular sugar, you know, white sugar, a whole bunch of cumin, know, cumin, uh, onion really powder, good. garlic powder, oregano. Like, I'm really good at telling you what's <laughs> in your stuff. Yeah, right, <laughs> but. If you look on my counter right now, there's just a giant mason jar filled with it, and I there's one at my my other house, like that the the summer house that we have. There's just a giant mason jar filled with this with this rub, and we use it for everything that we throw on the grill. So like you know, chicken and pork chops, and just we use it as a rib, like a traditional rib rub, but we also use it just as a seasoning for anything.
1: Do you do any bacon wrap stuff on the grill? Not really, not really. I'm like. I, it's very 2012 of me <laughs> asking about bacon. I I, I have. Yeah.
0: I, like I have, but I'm. I don't know. I'm sort of a. I don't. I don't really. I love bacon. I love bacon, and, and everybody knows that I love bacon. But I also like bacon as its own component. Mm-hmm. Like I think that. You know, I almost bought
1: some bacon to throw in the linguine clams I made last night. Pancetta would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, think. Well, I mean, I, maybe it's I just smokiness. wanted to use a hashtag #trafe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> chorizo go chorizo next time chorizo would be good that's Trafe. yes um yeah no i don't you know what i do do on the grill um especially with vegetables lardo you do you, you know what lardo yeah. is yeah so like lardo is the it's um the back fat of a pig that's been cured and you slice it really really thin so like i'll take asparagus and wrap it in some lardo throw them on the grill and then the lardo just sort of melts around yeah. the asparagus and gives it, you know, a nice And the asparagus porky... and pork is yeah. killer. It's I,
1: good. Um, when we go out to the North Fork where you are, um, mm-hmm. my friend literally lives down the street from a uh, uh-huh. farmers market. Uh huh. So I wake up in the morning and just drive over there and get uh, zucchinis and squash. Yeah. And that's oh my god! With we we do such like a rustic like steak night thing. We just got like. Uh, st- strips and we make a sal- a big salad and we do zucchini and squash on the grill too yeah and wine and beer and it's like the best thing
0: i i grew up with uh zucchini and squash as they were just ever present in like Always. my grandparents gardens yeah. and so we just had them during the summer it was in everything it was in our you know breakfast lunch and dinner we, mm-hmm. fried frittata. zucchini and the frittata the i mean the one dish that brings me back to my childhood is the frittata that my grandpa used to make. Zucchini made, right? It was uh, no zucchini, basil, zucchini, pecorino basil. romano, and eggs. Um, and then he'd put them on sandwiches, like and put them on. You would never have it hot. Um, you'd have it either room temperature or cold because they'd be they were in the fridge. And then he'd put them on rolls, and maybe a little bit of mayo on them, and sometimes a slice of tomato. And we'd eat them at the beach, and that was that was my summer. With my Wait, grandfather. A little bit of sriracha would really <laughs> Elevate that. He'd smack me if I said aioli. <laughs> <laughs> He'd use some vaguely racist terms that were sort of acceptable back then and be like, what is this shit? <laughs> uh, casual racism of the of the 70s and 80s. <laughs> what, what was your beach? Uh, we used to go to Jones. Yeah. Jones Beach quite a bit. Uh, I was Jones Beach was like we would go just the beach in general. We would go in the morning. Sometimes my father who worked in Manhattan would take the Long Island Railroad to whatever station was closest to the beach and someone like my mother would leave us with like, you know, our neighbors or whatever, yeah. go pick up my father and he'd change in the car and come meet us on the <laughs> beach and we'd have dinner on the beach and we were we were a beach family growing up. And the food was always beach like stuff that could stay in a cooler for a while. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: my uh, my best friend and his uh, parents had a membership to Silver Point.
0: I think I one of those beach clubs. Yeah, and, and you, you were
1: Jewish. Yo, no, I did sleepaway camp. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very Jewish answer.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> beach clubs and sleepaway Point. I didn't even know what that's. were beach clubs, and sleepaway camp. Yeah, I had no idea what that was. My first mixtape. <laughs> uh, um, Trafe. <laughs> DJ Trey. <laughs> beach Club. This so
1: is so uh, my, my friend's dad, Barry, who's like one of the greatest humans in the world. Uh, Barry would go go to uh, not Sam's Club, uh, Costco, and get mm-hmm. these turkey wraps. And that's like my – when you say like beach food, it's like yeah. this very specific Costco turkey wrap. <laughs> it's like turkey, lettuce, tomato, cheese, and it has like a little sweetness, maybe like a honey oat. Yeah, wrap and like that's what like like I can taste them now like thinking
0: about I, it I I can taste them and well, I can't taste those but I can taste that food <laughs> that is it's soggy cuz it's been in a cooler for a little bit it's been wrapped up um usually there's like a plum that's been floating in the bottom of the cooler somewhere and so like I'll have my my zucchini frittata with a plum and a yoo-hoo. A, uh, always a yoo-hoo. Yuhu? my grandfather always brought yuhus yuhu season is uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's you season in our house. I let my kids have sugary, disgusting, fake chocolate milk um, <laughs> <laughs> during, during the, the season to wear white. Memorial Day to Labor Day. Do you barbecue on the beach? Have you barbecued on the beach?
1: No, because I really like home. I, so, I really, yeah. I prefer, I don't. I, I, like on my days off I really don't want to fucking be around anybody. It's <laughs> so like if I go to the beach, I want to like go to the, I don't want to work at the beach. I want to like go to yeah. the beach and yeah. then like if I'm home and I'm like, you know, cooking's not like working, but it it is. Yeah. I I want to do that in the comfort of my home or like my uh, I yep. la- last summer I went upstate to uh Peekskill. My friend Jody lives up there mm-hmm. and she had a bunch of people over and I said, "Of course I'm coming. Can I grill?" <laughs> and she's like of course so like I manned the grill for all these strangers like, yeah. I just,
0: and it was dope Well, I, I, we were talking about this like yesterday we're having a big party out on the North Fork for my dad's birthday he's got a milestone birthday coming up and you know we were talking about all the stuff and who's going to cook what and we're going to have it catered and I was like well I could do this and I could do this and Kristen's like, like you're going to have to mingle like you can't just cook I was like well I cook so they don't have to talk to people She's like, yeah, I know. But this is your dad's birthday. You're gonna have to talk to people. So anyway, uh, but I, I, I'm the same with grilling like at the beach. I think I, I like my home field advantage. I like knowing where everything is when I'm grilling, you know, Mm -hmm. at home, or even at somebody's house, like where I can set things up. Yeah. and, And that's it. But like, lugging all of that stuff to the beach.
1: It just sounds miserable. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> we do a family picnic every year, like a big family reunion at a park but on Long Island. But
1: that's different too, because that's like with not strangers. It's like yeah. with a bunch of people. It's and it's and like.
0: I'll bring my grill to that, and we'll do something, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll do something that's simple enough that I don't have to be manning the grill the whole time. Like I'll do like a pork roast that I'll sous vide it at home, so, you so it's like, it on, and man. then I throw it on to char it until it's sort of like heat it up and warm it, you know, things like that. Um, what's but your, I don't like doing that like uh, full on, what's your grilling drink? You have the spatula oh. in
1: one hand. What's in your other hand?
0: All right. So it's always a bourbon to start with. It's always some, uh, really? it's always some sort of brown liquor. That's crazy to me. It's a brown liquor to start with. And then I move on to beer.
1: Yeah. I just do like a light flavorful beer, like a German Pilsner or something.
0: No, I, I mean, I'll do or Kilsch. Uh, uh, yeah like I'll do like a Kolsch, Kolsch, Kolsch. Yeah. I'll do like a Kolsch style um I mean'll I'll do like a corona or something like that like uh, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm gonna have something light yeah. but I always start with if I'm gonna be at the grill for a long time I always yeah. start with some sort of a, a to brown, get, like, to get a buzz going no I don't know I like the I like the way that the smoke I, smells with I, my I, with my bourbon I can't because like, it gets you so hot like I can't imagine that's why he cooled down with beer yeah <laughs> I also, I also have it. Like, I'm not gonna have a good bourbon, but I'll no. have like a bourbon on the rocks, a bourbon that I don't mind watering down a little bit. Um, you know, and that's, and that's it. But also, my generation drank more than your generation <laughs> drinks more than your generation. Your, your generation is all about low ABV co- cocktails. No, we're all about smoking weed. That's true. <laughs> well, that's why you don't have the tolerance that my generation does. We had to smoke weed in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I—it's—I would say that there's nothing like having um, some cheap light beer, like while you're grilling. Oh, but it's... I always start out with the brown liquor,
1: and like it just makes it like if I have a beer in my hand already, and then when I like take a step away from the grill to talk to somebody, I already have a beer in my hand. Which, yeah. which sounds like ridiculous, <laughs> but like it, it, makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, like it's I one less thing saying. you have to like think of doing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't make myself a drink. I, I'm, I'm grilling. People need to get me drinks. Oh yeah, but just like <laughs> I already just have it. Like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean this this is running long. So yeah, there's uh, a lot of editing for this one. Do you have Do you have any final thoughts on uh, on grilling?
1: Yeah. Um, make it fun. It should be fun. It shouldn't. Even if you're grilling for fifty people, it shouldn't be uh, something that worries you. It it's a cookout. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Let it be fun. You know, if, if who cares if you overcook a burger? It's a free burger. Like you're you're there for the people. It it should be fun. I think I I don't
0: I don't think that I've ever really been stressed out. Like cook no. like. Even I've been for stressed like- out Cooking dinner For less people mm-hmm. In my In my living room Or not in my living In my dining room Like in my house You know I'm stressed out Cooking a dinner For five or six people Like but When I'm grilling I could be grilling For 50 people And yeah. I'm I'm fine with it Make it, it fun Let it be fun Yeah Fine with it Good tunes usually
1: Oh Oh my god uh, CBS FM 101.1 <laughs>
0: Wait, and grilling. What, do they pl- what do they play? Oldies. Now? It's still but, oldies, but
1: now it's like '80s oldies, so it's not as yeah, good. Yeah. Like I don't need to ever hear Jesse's Girl, and they play they play Jesse's Girl in yeah, hotel it, Cal- it California like, every
0: single fucking day. That was a New York old school New York doo wop that, station. That's like, like when that was... I'm
1: grilling. It, if it's a Sunday afternoon, it's the Yankee game with John and Susan.
0: Yeah. And oh,
1: gross. And uh, if if the Yankees aren't on, then it's WCBS FM. Yeah. But now they kind of suck, so now I just go to my oldies Spotify.
0: I have a, um, I have a very specific backyard barbecue playlist on Spotify. I, I'll share it with I you. I feel like
1: you're a dad rock guy. Uh, no, I like, like I do have a yacht glass. Rock. Yeah. I totally
0: have a yacht rock Look, um, looking glass Pandora. I have no, I have I've, before Yacht rock was a thing, I compiled <laughs> Kristen called it songs that you hear in Dad's car. And like that was the playlist that I compiled. <laughs> and I just called it like yacht Rock. And um, then Yacht Rock became like a thing. And, and all of a sudden, I had all these subscribers to my channel, which, was, which was really cool. I'm Pandora? <laughs> on Pandora? Uh, on Spotify, right? <laughs> but So I have that. Kristen, I'm sick of it, obviously, uh, honestly, because Kristen plays it all the time. Kristen has one cocktail and then wants to put on the Yacht Rock. There's a, a lot of Steely Dan, you know, know things serious. like that. But um, I have like I have one that is a really good um, mix of everything from like Santa Gold to like uh, (laughs) Sly and the Family Stoned, like just old school shit to new school shit. And it's all just mellow, chill barbecue, some reggae, some old school doo-wop, you know, things that like you want to you want to listen to when you're when you're grilling. So I, I usually throw that on, although. Every every year by like Labor Day I'm sick of it so I have yeah, summer's to over. just redo it. I know but then I, I have to add to it. I have to add to it and, and delete well, it. wait, do
1: you things. do you put it on from start to finish or do you put it on shuffle? No,
0: I shuffle it. Okay, yeah, you have to. Yeah, otherwise it gets you, kill yourself. you get the same three songs, you know, when you first start. It's like uh, all right. Um but yeah, no. It's uh it, it's a fun one, man. It's it's a good a good playlist.
1: Good friends, bad booze. <laughs> good food and good music
0: yes 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 and tell people to bring shit tell oh, people to bring sides
1: beer. i i usually say like i'm um, don't worry about food i say or like bring dessert and beer is usually yeah. what i tell people
0: i tell people i mean when people people will always ask you know what can i bring if you don't then if people don't ask that then you have shitty friends and you, but like people always ask what can i bring and I have a checklist. I've got like, all right, well, we've already got, you know, four people bringing sides, you know, so you bring dessert or you bring mm-hmm. beer or whatever. Um, and that, that's the other thing. I always tell people, look, we've got like a 12-pack to start us off. But if people, if you're going to drink, I, bring what you're going to drink. And mm-hmm. and that's that. Um, barbecuing should be like, should be stress-free. You yes. Know? It should be chill. So Anyway. Awesome. All right. Well. Go have a, uh, a chill barbecue and raise a shitty beer or a glass of rosé and uh, with, and enjoy.
1: With looking glass playing in the background. There's a port. <laughs> it's going to be my head all day
0: I'm, no, I'm fading away. That's my fade out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.